Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Are you hungry or just bored? Are you emotional? The list goes on for reasons that people have said we might not be experiencing real hunger and we're just trying to replace other things and try and justify our eating. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the types of hunger included in the intuitive eating framework, a little about tuning into those hunger signals and why we might want to do so. So first things first, what are the types of hunger? that we might experience. Now online you might see websites with seven, eight, nine, ten types of hunger. I'm going to discuss the four types included in the intuitive eating framework and actually the second one kind of encompasses some from others so I'll go through that a little bit for you. So first things first, physical hunger. This is the first type of hunger that comes to mind when you hear the word hungry, hunger. It's the grumbling in your stomach, you can't focus, maybe you're getting a headache, you're starting to think about food. You're a little ravenous and you're feeling it physically in your body. Often starts gradually, builds up to a sort of crescendo, gotta eat, maybe get a little hangry. And after eating, you are normally perfectly satisfied or satiated, should I say, not necessarily satisfied. So physical hunger is met with food and the hunger diminishes. This type normally leaves you open to eating a range of foods. So if you're super ravenous, maybe you just reach for the closest thing to you. You will eat anything. Maybe if you're just, I could eat a little bit. You think a bit about what you want to eat. Maybe you plan to make something. That is physical hunger. The second type is mouth or taste hunger. And this is very sensory. So you may hear in other frameworks called mouth hunger, tongue hunger, taste hunger. Encompasses many different names but we're going to call it taste for today. And this is the idea that you fancy the taste of a certain food or dish. Maybe you go to a restaurant, there's one that you just know the taste of and you can't quite make it the same at home, so you fancy that taste. Maybe there's the smell of a certain homemade dish that reminds you of someone. You want that smell, you want to experience that. This is using all of your senses. And food is a very sensory experience. It can be experienced with or without physical hunger. So sometimes you might be quite full, you've just eaten a meal physically, all good. You walk past a bakery, you smell something, you think, I could eat one of those. And even though you're not physically feeling the sensation of hunger, you start to get a little hungry for that type of food because of the smell, because of the way it looks. This is that taste hunger, using your senses. The third type is emotional hunger. And this is often demonised, it really annoys me um because in my personal opinion all food is inherently emotional we are social creatures we eat socially it can play a big part in a lot of cultures food can be a a way of bringing people together yet often if i said to you emotional hunger it would be very much with the negative and it can be it's just a balance of using food in relation to emotions that is the key and it's not just stress sadness grief that might cause you to reach for food as a bit of a crutch we eat to celebrate we eat to share might even be your love language, as it were. You like to make food for those around you. So it can be used as a a positive as well as in that negative. It is only when it becomes a bit of a crutch and a coping mechanism that you have to address emotional eating. So if those emotional 
issues are not being met. So you're really stressed, you overeat, but you're never dealing with the stress. You're just feeding it with food. And actually, maybe sometimes, and it's perfectly valid, that food helps you feel a little better Then you're using food to help emotionally. However, if you never address the cause of the stress, you keep getting more stressed and more stressed and more stressed and it keeps going. You're just going to continue eating, but that stress will never go away because you're not dealing with the core issue. However, using it a little bit and then dealing with the stress, absolutely fine. The fourth type of hunger is practical hunger. Exactly what it says on the tin. Eating because you need to. This could be preparation or prevention. So maybe you prepare your meals in the morning. Maybe you're preventing a hunger spike later. For example, you have a play at the theatre booked and you know you can't take in a full roast dinner into a play. So before the play, you book a table, you have a dinner, you have a great time. However, you know personally, you're not normally hungry until about halfway through the play. That is your inherent hunger signal. But practically, it just doesn't work with your life. So you have to eat earlier when maybe that practical hunger's at a bit of a lower level in order for it to fit with your life. And sometimes that's just what you have to do. We're quite busy creatures. Our body is quite adaptable. It's still tuning in. It's just sometimes tuning in and going, I'm going to have to make it work for me today. The only thing is to be mindful that you're not always just tuning into practical hunger because then you might start to ignore some of the internal cues where you're just overriding them with what works for your life. And again, maybe that's an indicator that you're too busy, stressed, something like that is is playing a role. Okay, so now what? You know four types of hunger, great. How does this help you? Most important thing, know that these are all valid. Again, whether it's emotional, whether it's taste, they're all types of hunger, they can all be met with eating, they may make you feel satisfied, and that's absolutely fine. It's nice to know what you're experiencing, and once you know what it is, you can tune into it and respond accordingly rather than on gut instinct. For example, maybe you're physically really hungry, your stomach's starting to rumble a little bit, but you really fancy the taste of some cookies or some baked goods. Great. Normally, you would just instinctively reach for those, maybe not feel very full, your stomach's still growling, but your head's saying, I've just eaten a few cookies, you're starting to feel guilt, that sort of diet thing starts to to kick in. However, now you know, hang on a minute, I've got a little bit of some physical hunger and a little bit of some taste hunger. I'm going to ensure the physical hunger is met first. So I'm going to find something more filling and have a little bit of that. If I still have the taste hunger, I'll then eat the cookies afterwards. Maybe I'll eat something else. See if I still want the cookies. Maybe I'll have them on the side. It's a little bit of a dessert. It's using both hungers together and making sure they're both being met. Because if one is being met and the other isn't, you will feel unsatisfied. And that is just the way it works. So knowing what they are and then dealing with them accordingly is the best way to make sure they're both met. Maybe you're feeling stressed. You realise you're hungry because of that. You might still choose to eat. Even though it's a little bit emotional, you're dealing with that negative emotion with food. That is entirely valid. But because you are aware you're emotionally eating, you're going to take some time to tune into some self-care tools. So you've got taking a break, assessing your stress levels, setting some boundaries, all those sorts of things that will help deal with the emotional cause, while also fueling yourself eating because it is a valid type of hunger. And this might sound like, oh, that's a lot of mental effort. I just want to eat. And it might sound weird to reteach yourself about hunger types, but we live in a world full of diet culture, different things we're being told. Check out the 
previous discussion about why diets don't work for a little bit more on that. And because of that, we tend to ignore our internal hunger signals. I remember back in the day of the sort of hashtag Fitspo and all that sort of stuff, there was different slogans. One of them was, if you can't eat an apple, you're not hungry enough. And people would eat an apple and go, yes, I must be full. Or I'll drink a litre of water and check again if you're hungry while filling their stomach with water, which eases physical hunger, but you're not satisfied. Eating in a way that doesn't listen to these types of hunger will leave you never feeling satisfied and reaching for more food. You might then overeat, you might lean too much into emotional hunger, you might lean too much into practical hunger, you may feel guilty, out of control, all these sort of negative things, which is not all we want with our relationship to food. So having this little bit of knowledge can help you either plan or react to these types of hunger in the best way. And a little side note here, which is you can use something called a hunger and fullness scale. I have one on my website you can download um, and it's just on the home page and it's basically a one to ten scale that you can use as a little check-in to see how hungry you are so one is obviously I'm very hungry ten is like I'm ravenous feed me now um, and it's not very straight it's very much like things to look out for are you starting to get a little bit of a headache is there a little bit of brain fog are you thinking about food and the goal isn't to be like today I'm achieved done nailed it conquered the scale it's to sit there and go actually where am I at? How am I feeling? Do I have any of these things? Am I three? Am I seven? And everyone's slightly different, so it's normally recommended to eat around a three, four out of ten, because there you're starting to feel hungry, but you're not ravenous enough that you just reach for whatever's around you that won't satisfy you. You can make a little bit of an informed decision. However, some people might wait a little longer or start a little earlier. Equally, most people stop at about seven out of ten. That's comfortably full. They're not bloated or uncomfortable. However, some people might think, actually, I need to get to an 8 out of 10 to feel satisfied. I know that a 7 will leave me hungrier later. So it's just a little tool for self-reflection rather than something you have to adhere to. It's not you have to use it for every meal. It's just maybe I use it for a week and go, ah, this has helped me really tune in. It's acted as a bit of a mirror into that internal space. It is just a tool. If it works for you, absolutely amazing. Use it. I'd recommend if it's helpful, use it for as long as you'd like to and then drop it. If you don't like it, if you find it too number centric, don't use it. Find something that works for you. Maybe it's just taking a moment to tune in or ask yourself some questions. The main thing being in intuitive eating and sort of this style of nutrition work is there are tools, not rules. Nothing is in stone. There are tools that can serve you. But if they don't, you discard them. You find your own. You build your own toolkit full of what works for you. And as always, some little sort of reflection prompts to finish on um, before the next one. So first thing is, next time you start to notice some feelings of hunger, ask yourself what type is it? Is it physical, emotional, taste, practical? Next thing, especially if you start to experience emotional eating, think to yourself what emotion is here? How can it be better dealt with? Do I have the self-care toolkit? to deal with some of these emotions and then also ask yourself am I just relying on practical hunger am I eating at certain meal times every day because I've been told to or they work with my life the best or actually is that when I am normally hungry just some, some little prompts before we talk a little bit more about satisfaction maybe in a sort of later episode